Welcome everyone, you're listening to the Long Overdue Podcast, a production of the Decatur Public Library in Decatur, Texas. Hi. Hi, I'm Chris, and that was Denise. We've got Dawn and Pat, the gang is all here today. Hello. And I guess we're talking about magic tricks. Magic? Magic tricks. Tricks? Or just magic? Oh, you know what? Silly rabbit, tricks are for kids. Uh, <laughs> that's right. But you also said gang, and that made me think about the, um, oh, you guys are going to kill me, but it's the um, Bill Cosby autom- uh, animated thing. What did he? The Fat Albert? Fat, Fat Albert, Albert. <laughs> yeah. That's what made me. magic tricks? No, but he said gang. He said the oh, word gang. oh, oh. So Fat Albert and the gang or something. I don't know. That's yeah. what I, I thought about. Okay. Anyway, yes. I, I would have preferred Tricks. Scooby-Doo and the gang. But I would have preferred that. Yeah, but that's not what came into my <laughs> head. Not what came into my head. And let me just say, I've not thought about Fa- Fat Albert in <laughs> ever. Long time. <laughs> so I don't know why it came into Why that happened. Yes. <laughs> Now I've got the, the song. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we need to talk about something else. No, like magic tricks. Yes. You know, speaking of animated stuff, um, <laughs> one of the things that this reminded me of, and this video is probably <clears throat> impossible to find out there. You know, when I was in high school, flash like flash animations were like the big thing. Mm-hmm. And we've progressed a long way since then. Mm-hmm. But I remember this. <laughs> My, this flash animation that my friend, one of my friends sent me, and it was like, I think the title of it was Harry Potter versus Dragon Ball Z or something like okay. that. But it's so off the wall. And I, anytime I think about magic tricks or Harry Potter or David Blaine, I think about this this silly flash animation that probably looks like complete garbage by today's standards. Hmm. But. Yeah, it's like Harry Potter shows up and he's I don't know, talking trash to all these other, and it's like the Kool Aid Man is there <laughs> and Goku is there, <laughs> and and then David Blaine shows up and he's like, magic tricks. He's like, I'm David Blaine. Watch me levitate. And then he goes, <laughs> he like raises his arms and he goes, uh, and then he starts levitating and then he just never stops until he just levitates off the screen. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. Yeah, I mean, other stuff happens in the video, too, and it's but, s- silly. Okay. But that was the only part that was but relevant that, to this conversation. Yeah, because <laughs> Harry Potter's there to do actual magic, actual. and David Blaine is like, magic tricks. Yeah. He's like, what? I can do those. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. So Harry Potter was going to do actual magic. Yeah, but at the end, he, he's trying to escape from a gigantic bong or something like that. <laughs> And okay. some and someone like he's like all tied up and he's like you know for my next trick and then somebody lights it and he's like <laughs> he's like oh bloody hell yeah <laughs> like like Harry Potter does like Harry yeah. Potter does <laughs> so so he yeah. I guess he was doing a magic trick and it was completely ridiculous and and I thought it was hilarious when I was a kid I, st- I still kind of think it's hilarious but 
not remembering it, but watching it would probably. <laughs> <laughs> so did you try to find it? No, I have. I think I've tried to find it before, and okay, and so I didn't try today, but I have before, and didn't. So. unsuccessful. I was unsuccessful. I think that David Blaine can levitate, like for real, like for real? possibly for real, for mm. real. So let's let's talk about this magic stuff. What does that mean? Like, what's the definition of magic? Is it like an illusion, which means it's not real? Sleight of hand, right? Mental mentalism would that count as? Well, yeah, like you've got so. like escape artists. Escape Is artists? that considered yeah. magic? I don't think so. So, so I think magic is something that you can't explain using natural law and things that anybody could could do if they if they understood the principles and could do it. Like, like Harry Houdini, mm-hmm. the escape artist. Right. I mean, all that kind of stuff. I think that's a matter of you know your body and your physical abilities and you know, practice and all that kind of stuff. That's what I think about that. So, okay, so your definition is that normal people can't do that. Well, that a person can't do it if you if you can't, I mean, you can't explain actual magic by... You know, natural law, things that that are acceptable. You can't explain it so that someone else could do it. Who, you know, it's a it's a thing you have to learn how to do and practice and all that. And you or I could do it potentially, but probably not because these people are just I'm really not good at physically it. A, a, I mean, I can't hold my breath that long. Mm-hmm. I don't have muscles that allow me to bulge them out when somebody chains me up and then let them down when I, you know, when I'm in yeah. there and then I can get out. You can't pick like 23 locks in yeah, 30 seconds. Yeah, with my or teeth yeah. or whatever, with my toes. <laughs> I, I can't do that. But somebody could. And it's not a supernatural phenomenon. It's not outside the realm of natural law. Okay, so my phone doesn't have a flash player, but I think I found your video. Oh, seriously? What? (laughs) Oh, my goodness, that's hilarious. Oh, that looks like possibly a sequel, Harry Potter DBZ2. Possibly. I'll have to to check that out. Oh, my goodness, there's a sequel to it. (laughs) (laughs) The first one must have been really good. (laughs) That's funny. I'm just going to say that I can find all kinds of things on the internet. Yes, you can. And that's where she works at a library. Yep. Because that took me all of like <laughs> <Those> magical skills. <laughs> right? Yep. There we are. So anyway, we'll look that up later when we have something that'll play Flash. Flash. <laughs> it's archaic technology. Yeah, yes. That's what I was about to say. <laughs> I had something the other day where whatever I was I was on said this this website wants you to download Flash. And I thought, what? <laughs> I don't think I need to be on this website. <laughs> I was like, nope. <laughs> hey, I'm not doing that. B, now I don't trust you. Yeah, <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> hmm. So I did look up how to levitate. Yeah? How David Blaine. Can you do it? I cannot. 
I mean, maybe I can if I practice like if you, long enough. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, like, if you trained, yeah. do you think you could do it? Maybe. I I remember reading about it, um, and, I mean, it is a trick. It's a you know magic mm-hmm. trick or whatever, according to what I read. Mm-hmm. And it has to do with, like, standing up on one side of your foot or, like, on your toes, like, as high as possible mm-hmm. and making sure that the angle is correct so people can't see that. So it looks like you're off the ground. And you have to have, like, pants that are, like, the right length so they come down and cover mm. the parts that need to be covered. Okay. And I read something just today about how, was it Pen, Pen, Gillette, Pen, Gillette, yeah. the, the magician mm-hmm. guy. Uh, he said that David Blaine set, like, a new standard for street magic because of the perception between the, the audience on the street was different right. from the audience on the television. Mm-hmm. So that may have something to do with it as well. Like, hmm. as it was being recorded, they, they can control the camera, so right. they only see the parts that they want you to see. Well, see, that's the interesting thing to me about the things that are on TV or the kind of stuff. Like, those movies, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, Now You See Me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, they could do anything they want. Yeah. in those movies mm-hmm. because they're movies and, right. and you can do whatever based on special effects or based on camera angles or that kind of stuff. So live live sleight of hand or tricks or whatever, that that's a whole different thing. That has to be a whole different thing. I mean, you can film well, a sleight of hand or a trick, but you don't know what they've done. You don't know what the camera angles are. You don't know what they've done between what that person's actually doing and how you see it. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's what, what I always wonder is, you know, exactly what you're saying is like, what have they done, mm-hmm. you know, digitally that mm-hmm. made this happen? But when when he's on the street and he's doing it with these people, yeah. they are genuinely surprised. Yeah. And so he must somehow be able to... To do it with them also. Mm-hmm. And it, it makes you wonder what they're seeing mm-hmm. and, and why they think it's so real. Because they're more in a position where they you can't cut stuff out. Yeah. Right. And I think I think that it's it um sets a whole nother like takes it to a whole nother level because it's not stage magic mm-hmm. where the everything on the stage mm-hmm. is obviously there's been preparations done mm-hmm. and it kind of like if they're just on the street, it looks like they haven't had time to prepare anything. So it's like, but you know they prepared something. Yeah, they yeah. Ha- they yeah. Had to, yeah. Well, and anything that's recorded like that, you're just gonna get the good bits, right? Well, like, mm-hmm. you're not gonna see the people that were like, yeah, sure, whatever, buddy. Like I saw you do this or whatever, yeah. and just walk away. Yeah, you're but gonna, you're gonna get the people that are like, oh my god. But there's enough people that say that to make him as popular as he is. But that's. You know, pretty much any performer, though. Like you're always gonna have people that are gullible, <laughs> you know, and, and impressed by it. Yeah. yeah. Like they might think that a whole ham fits into <laughs> right. a protein bar, what, what, and, what, into right. a rice cooker that <laughs> <a> trans- <laughs> yeah. transformed it into a protein bar. <laughs> what? What are you talking about? <laughs> okay, and Michael Carbonaro. Did I say that right? Carbonaro. Carbonaro. I think that's the way you say it. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's got his TV show called The Carbonaro Effect. Yes. And prior to this recording, we watched a mm-hmm. video that was 
<laughs> it's very funny. It was like hand in camera or punked or Mm-hmm. But with magic tricks. But with magic tricks. Yes. Yeah. What does he say? It's a hidden camera magic TV show. Yeah. <laughs> so it's hysterical. And I think probably the thing that makes it the most funny is that people fall for it. it yeah. And it's like, really? You're not skeptical at all. You are falling hook, line, and sinker into this thing. Some of them don't. They're, they're kind of skeptical. Yeah. But I don't know. There's all kinds of different ones that I just think are... Again, they're not Funny. showing us everybody. No, they're <laughs> not. They're not showing the guy that took a swing at him. That's right. <laughs> but what they because are doing... Saving that for court. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but what they are doing is making me laugh, and yeah, they're yeah. doing a good job yeah. of it, so I enjoy it. Well, and they have to be entertaining. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, mm-hmm. the, that's their job. Yeah. <laughs> is to be entertaining. And some of them are, are funnier than other, others, obviously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But... So it's always funny when we have magicians come here to the library to perform for kids. Mm -hmm. So there's this one magician who has been here, and he's he's not just a magician, so that's not just what he does, but he's like got puppets and some other things. But when he's been here, I think he's been here three times. I'm not going to call his name because, you Uh know, it's fine. He's still performing, doing all kinds of things. But I I think he came here three different times, and had a different theme, kind of, for each show. Mm-hmm. But in each one, he did the same three magic tricks. Mm-hmm. Like sleight of hand kind of things. Mm-hmm. Or or the, um, the one of them was the, the book that, that has no nothing on the pages, and then it has colored pages, and then it has, like, a coloring book where it's just black outlines. And, and you can, if you're sitting on the side, you can just watch him do everything. Mm-hmm. You know, you can see how it all works. The, the, the bouquet of flowers, you know, that comes up and goes down. And, mm-hmm. all, you know, those things, the, the magic velvet bag, right? Mm-hmm. So you yep. can see the handle slide over. Ooh. Sorry. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, we forgot to mention spoilers. <laughs> but that's what this is all about, right? Yes, right. it is. But, but it was really funny because the story he told around it fit with the theme each time. Mm-hmm. But it was the same trick. You know, it was always mm-hmm. the same trick. He just put it in a different framework so it fit the theme for the day. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it was it was kind of funny. And then we've had a magician here like maybe three times who just did the same show. You know, he didn't even worry about a theme. Yep. He didn't care. It wasn't important. He just did his show. And it was exactly the same every time mm-hmm. because he knew these 10 tricks. Yeah. You know? And it was it was always something that even if I couldn't figure out how he did it, I knew there was a trick to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I, I didn't think he was actually performing supernatural things. Yeah. But it makes you wonder as a child, do y'all ever remember as a kid watching magic and what you, what you were thinking? I was thinking, I want to learn how to do that. Really? That's what I was mm-hmm. thinking. Yeah. That's so cool. I want to do that. I don't know if I ever wanted to do it, but I thought it was really cool. Yeah. I was like I might have been like, oh, that's neat, but uh-huh. I'm going to devote some time into learning how to do this. Never crossed my mind. No. <laughs> it just, well, when you watch it, and it's so impressive, and you yeah. think, like, how long does it take to be able to do maybe, something like that? Maybe we just weren't that so, impressed. <laughs> we're just like, yeah, that's so cool. So I don't think I thought it would take me a long time. I just think I just needed to know the trick. 
Oh, okay. You know, oh, I, okay. I don't, I don't know that I ever consciously thought, ooh, I would have to practice for years to be able to do To this. perform it for See, the people. I just want to know no. how he does it. No, <laughs> I just need to know the trick, and then I can do it. Mm-hmm. And my personality would be like, there's no way I can hide this from people. <laughs> they would know. I, I can't lie to people. <laughs> there, there may be a certain level of charisma involved. Yes. Okay. Oh, and, which I did not have. So when I was little, I just have I to tell this story. That, <laughs> that would never stop me. The one trick that I really wanted to know uh-huh. how to do is my grandmother would take her teeth out. <laughs> and she would put them in the jar by the sink. And I tried and tried to take my teeth out. And I could never do it. I did not understand why. <laughs> See? That's See, a great I trick. <laughs> it was. When I was a kid, I had a, um, when I was in elementary school, I had a, a music teacher that did a magic trick like that one time with a with a quarter. I mean, it wasn't like taking your teeth out. But the point I'm, I'm get, I'll get to is, you know, he, it was like you take this quarter and you you put it, you know, you hold it on your hand, you put it on your arm, and you you rub it. And then, and then all of a sudden he'd be like, "Oh, okay, so it's it's in my arm now." And then he'd be like, like tracing Tap, it tapping up his, his arm. arm, and like, uh-huh. "Oh, here it is." And then he'd be like, go up at the side of his face, and he's like, "Oh, it's in my ear." <laughs> and then he'd like pull it out of his ear, like it went into his arm. Oh my gosh! And so it came cool. out of his ear. Wow. And and when I was a kid, I was like, "Oh, that's crazy! I'm gonna try that." So I would take that quarter <laughs> and I would just sit there and like. <laughs> I'd be rubbing it on my arm, yeah, and I'm like, it's gonna, it's gonna work, <laughs> it's gonna work. <laughs> he had a little bald patch. Like, like, I really, I really believe that if he did that, it would like dissolve into your arm and come out of your, like it was some kind of magic or something. Because another another kid that I went to school with uh-huh. um, learned how to do it, and he oh. and he did the same thing, and I was like, that's crazy, I, I can't do. It. <laughs> He also he also had a little bald patch on his arm. <laughs> so I always wanted to learn card tricks, which I know is something you can learn to do if you practice. But I can't do them because I'm uncoordinated, and I so you know you have to have skills right to be able to do these things. But it's not magic. But no, yeah. I always wanted to be able to you know shuffle cards and then flip some around and do that kind of stuff i always mm-hmm. thought that was really cool but i know that's not really magic that's just showy showmanship mm. or whatever but like fancy shuffling yeah yeah fancy shuffling like the bridge thing or whatever yeah. i could never even do that oh and my that gosh i can't do thing. that either i i have trouble just shuffling i finally i think i can do that most of the time especially just if the deck cards. is new and it's yeah it's stiff yeah mm-hmm. At a concert one time, I had someone approach approach me about doing some card tricks. Yeah, yeah, and him, him and I don't know if his friend was involved behind the scenes because there was two of them, but there was just one that was doing the card tricks, and it was very impressive. Like he showed, you know, there was some where it was like pick your card, and yeah. was like is this your card? You know, all the typical stuff. There was one where he w- he would have you pick the card, he'd shuffle it in there, and he'd like I don't I don't know what he did, I don't know how how this worked, but after he was done doing all his things, all of a sudden the card fell out of the sky. Like, <laughs> your fell, card. It fell out of, like, and he, it fell and he caught it and he was like, is this your card? And I'm like, yes. And I'm like, where did that come from? <laughs> oh my God. 
it was an, it was his crazy. Friend, that was like just off the side of like cards right up there. <laughs> it boom. was, it was well, so impressive because I have no idea where that card came from. And I figured that while he was choosing his card, mm-hmm. the friend was picking his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that didn't happen. So, so this is so but this he was, is what that friend was probably like enough to, to, to mm-hmm. see what it was, uh-huh. and then in his own deck, he was all yeah. like, oh, oh, that's it. And then, just, and then <laughs> yeah, that's probably that's probably true. Yeah. That's what I think. So you mentioned Chris mentalists earlier, mm-hmm. and I've always thought that was pretty cool. But I've read some stuff about, you know, you ask questions and you do this, or you scope out people as they're coming into the audience, mm-hmm. or things like that. So you kind of know something about them or whatever. Mm-hmm. So you know, there's tricks behind all that. But still, I don't know. Have y'all watched? Really interesting. Um, oh, there's so many of those shows. America's Got Talent. They had somebody who did that. Oh, yeah? And I think it was a husband, wife, or brother, sister team. And she would be able to figure things out about the judges and about other people. And Mm. it was really weird. Wow. What what do we not know about the judges of America's Got Talent? Right, exactly. Yeah. I mean, there's but so much, but people in the audience. Well, and and what whatever. happens is they would set something up yeah. so that they would answer a question, and it would be just like these random things. Yeah, and then they would turn around these pictures, and, and, and it would match exactly oh what they had gosh. said. And it was weird, yeah. but. Hmm. It makes you wonder, did yeah. she really read their mind or was it more like you're saying just mm-hmm. gathering the right information and right. leading the questions yeah. where you want them to go and all that? And a lot of it's cold reading. Like even when you try not to have an emotional right. facial response, you right. still do because mm-hmm. you're human. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And well, so-, so that TV show, The Mentalist, and then there's some others where, mm-hmm. you know, people who are trained in watching for that one little twitch in your eye or that you know, I, I immediately my head one direction. You know, something like that. That just that just freaks me out. It's but I think it's so fascinating to mm-hmm. to think that we all have a reaction no matter mm-hmm. how much how in control we think we are, that there's always something and if somebody's really trained, they can see it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I want people knowing what I'm thinking all the time, but <laughs> Yeah, in fact, think, I'm pretty sure I don't. And when I think but, about do like knowing how to do something yeah. like that, I think yes, that would be really cool. But do I really want to know yeah. that? I, and I'm yeah, like, no, I'd rather so. re- just respect people's, you know, right boundaries and just try to <laughs> figure <laughs> them out like a normal person yeah. by well, asking. And, and because you wouldn't be able to turn that off, right? right. So I mean, yeah, you're right. out on the street, you know, impressing people, making a little, yeah, you know, a little money yeah. on the side, whatever. Mm-hmm. But then you go home, <laughs> you know, and you can't just turn that off mm-hmm. it's like you'll know what your significant other is thinking and you're just like oh, okay oh, i don't know if i want to know that right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> interesting mm-hmm. but i think we all kind of do that though i mean you can read somebody else's body oh, language yeah. yeah true you know and their facial expressions not the tics mm-hmm. but i mean those little minute things yeah yeah but 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 even like yeah. when obviously you're telling someone like I'm doing this something in Mm -hmm. front of you, whether it's I'm a psychic or I'm doing a magic trick or whatever. Mm -hmm. People automatically are like, I'm not going to be a fool. Right. So you think I'm in control of my facial expressions of my body language and they're trained and to just see that one tiny little thing Mm -hmm. that you think 
that you don't even know you're doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that's like where the whole difference who are, is. Like those people who are professional poker players or something. Right. And they, and they watch people for their tells. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, they're, they're able to find that one little thing that you do when you've got a good hand or a mm-hmm. crappy hand or whatever. And Yeah. I don't... Because even when you you've got yeah. your face set in a in a poker mm-hmm, face, mm-hmm. you're doing something. Whether it's, I wonder if any of them wear glasses and they can like see the reflection. <laughs> <laughs> see, no, I saw this. I heard this on the other day, just not that long ago, that some celebrity, probably a Kardashian, I don't know, somebody you know who has no claim to fame except that somebody decided they should. Um, but they were in one of those world of poker tournaments or something like that, but wore reflective sunglasses uh, the whole time. It's like, what kind so of everybody idiot are see. you? Yeah. Because, oh, look, I'm looking at all my cards and everybody else can see what I have. Yeah. Good grief. That sounds like something. Don't even need to pay do. attention. That's, yeah, that's not a magic trick. Uh, yeah. Well, I found this book that someone donated to the library. Mm-hmm. It's an older book. Um, Dunninger's Complete Encyclopedia of Magic. Ooh. And it's re- it reveals all the secrets. Mm-hmm. All the secrets. All With amazing illustrations. Oh, yes. They're wonderful. <laughs> uh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Lots <laughs> of them. Yeah, lots of them. Uh, it's ev- It's got everything. And it's all, I think it's all what you'd call stage magic if y'all, y'all can look at it have you seen it yeah i've seen it I've through it. so but it, it tells you like you know this is where the hidden door is where the person escapes and and like there's this one where there's a spirit table where it has them like commanding the spirits to move the table and it shows the guy behind the stage like pulling the strings mm. and it even like pulls the guy's cape up so it looks like there's like all this He's stuff fluttering going on oh. um and it makes it all Wow, seem. that is pretty, pretty impressive. Lots of different things. Yeah. Hmm. So if you ever went and wanted to know about how to do all that stage magic stuff, it's on there. Uh, it has, like, where to hide all the microphones. And um, Let me just oh. tell you that I love the smell of books, and this has that classic smell. Mm-hmm. Classic book smell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm, I love that. But, like, so one, of, one of the ones that you think um, – Oh, this is like got to be mentalism or something. It's like has all these people, uh, like have cards or write something on a card or something like that, and and there's like a little switch in the floor that's like an air, like an air pump. So one of the people is is the in the audience is mm-hmm. a, you know prepared or whatever, right? And then the, there's the other guy on the other side of the table, and so in order to let the other guy know like who who has the the card that he's looking for or whatever, he'll mm-hmm. step on the little air pump that's under the rug and it signals the guy uh. on the other side. It's just little simple things like that that if you don't know it's under there, then it seems mm-hmm. incredible. But then so, when you read about it, it's like, oh, that's how not... How old is this <laughs> book? What's the copyright date? There isn't one. There isn't <laughs> one. So all those before copyright. Really? There's not one. <laughs> is see. it in the back? It may be. Maybe. I'm just wondering because I, one of the things I was thinking about is that there's all kinds of technology now mm-hmm. that would help with that, but mm-hmm. this sounds like it's not, it doesn't even 
go there. Yeah. It's just very basic, simple things that don't require mm-hmm. technology of any sort or whatever. Just doing it, you know, doing something. Just mechanics and mm-hmm. real basic things. Yeah, with the technology we have, there's all kinds of stuff you can do that be prep work. Be easy to do, I think. Mm-hmm. Cell phone magic. <laughs> Cell phone <laughs> magic. <laughs> Which is another one of the Michael Carbonaro things. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. He turns it into like a toaster, your cell phone. <laughs> is that kind of like the little thing that you can buy that brews coffee with your cell phone? What? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. That's an actual thing. He's not lying. <laughs> like you pr- plug it in your lightning thing like, and like then it's. Dip it no, down. You just, you just like stick it on the back of your phone, yeah. and it and it uh, you turn it on and it heats it up and brews a little little tiny cup of coffee and you just <sighs> pour it in there. Wow! It sounds dangerous. It sounds like it overheats your battery it or something does. like that. Yeah, <laughs> you're drinking radiation there. <laughs> <laughs> so no copyright on this book, but I do want to say that there is a bookmark in here. Oh, yeah. On an annoying telephone or the Yogi Coin illusion. <laughs> hmm. That's funny. Hmm. It's a phone cover. The Mokasi phone cover turns your smartphone into a portable espresso machine. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, so did y'all know that Houdini and Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, like, really did not like each other because of uh, the whole like spiritualist thing mm. uh-huh. <laughs> i did not know that there's a book on libby which i've been meaning to listen to but haven't had a chance to um it's called the witch of lime street by david Jaher. so apparently um it was 1924 the pretty wife of a distinguished Boston surgeon came to embody the raging national debate over spiritualism, a movement devoted to communication with the dead. They dubbed her the Witch of Lime Street, but she was known to her followers simply as Marjorie. <laughs> so her most vocal advocate was Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, who believed so thoroughly in Marjorie's powers that he urged her to enter a controversial contest sponsored by Scientific American and offering a large cash prize to the first medium declared authentic by its impressive five-man investigative committee. (laughs) What year was this? 1924. Oh, my goodness gracious. Admired for both her exceptional charm and her dazzling effects, Marjorie was the best hope for the psychic practice to be... Empirically verified. Oh, okay. So she impressed the judges. There was only one left to convince the acclaimed escape artist, Harry Houdini. And so the whole book is about how a, she could not impress him. Mm. And this like causes huge animosity between him and Sir Arthur Conan Doyle because he really did believe in the whole spiritualism. Oh, yeah. Thing. He was, yeah. He was a fanatic. Yeah. Yeah. And Harry Houdini did not. And I'm like, I'm like, well, of course not, because, you know, he knows all the tricks. He's, he's a magician. 
like he's an escape right. artist. He knows the tricks. Right. And he's all like, whatever, lady. <laughs> I know your tricks. Huh. <laughs> Is that coffee for me? Tell her next time she better get all of our orders. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> How dare she? This coffee will go great with my coffee. <laughs> Anyway, I've been meaning to listen to this book because it sounds super fascinating. And that's the title, The Witch of Lime Street? Mm Mm-hmm. And it's on Libby. Wow. You might get it before Denise does. (laughs) Get it now. Oh, wait. (laughs) Quick, before I download. (laughs) (laughs) Um. So, that reminds me of something... That if if we read historically, you know, there are things that people thought were magic that we now know are just things we can do. Mm-hmm. Some of it has to do with with medicine or healing, things like that. Some of it has to just do with scientific advancements and things mm-hmm. like that. So that's kind of an interesting thing to think about is... Those things that we can't explain in 300 years, are we going to look back and say, eh, this is science? And right now we think, hmm. It's ghosts. Right? I was thinking the same thing. I'm thinking spirit, uh, supernatural. (laughs) 300 years ago, we'll be like, it's science. But right now we're like, it's ghosts. Ghosts. (laughs) They're real. We've been telling you. Spooks. <laughs> I do believe in spooks. I do believe in spooks. I do, I do, I do. What? That's funny. Wizard of Oz. Yes. Yes. Yes, I remember Thank that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Smoke and mirrors and all that. Yeah. What did I did I talk about this magic trick? Which one? On, I think I already talked about this. The one that the one that the Boy Scouts did, where they like spat this thing up into the the night sky and they're like i'm gonna bounce mine off this star and off this star and off the moon and off the tree uh, and then and i don't know what I'm, i don't know what they did but <laughs> i i like watched it and i was like oh my gosh they <laughs> like sp- spit up there to go you know watch like bounce off all the different stars and then like somebody would like let me just tell you, that's why they call the Boy Scouts to solve murders. Yeah, <laughs> to find all those missing people that never got off the train. Because they're amazing. Yeah, I think that that was literally like smoke and mirrors because there was a campfire and I'm sure somebody had a flashlight or <laughs> something. Maybe they had something hanging up already and they did the light to yeah. those things or something. That's yeah, amazing. but like five-year-old me or six-year-old me go. or whatever all I was when I was a Cub Scout, I was like, That's amazing. oh my gosh, it was like, someday I, I will reach the level of Boy Scout, yeah. and I will know how. Oh, no, someday I'll be able to, to dissolve quarters into my arm and spit things off of stars. And stuff. You still waiting? Still waiting. All right. But he still wants to be able to do it. There you go. But it totally pulled a fast one on me. I, like, I thought that that was some really next level stuff that was going on. Next level. Yeah. I'm sorry. I just had a thought. I just have to say, Chris's wife was so sweet and just brought him coffee. And I'm thinking, I would really like a coffee. Like a white mocha 
So I put my order out. <laughs> Next time we're in a podcast, anybody can send me coffee. <laughs> <laughs> See if it works magically. <laughs> yes, you'll right. get coffee. Maybe if I think really hard, someone <laughs> out there. Mm. Yeah, Denise and, and Pat are not putting their order out. Mm. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, so America's Got Talent had a couple other magicians on there. They had a guy who was a um, football player. And he was injured, and he did, like, card tricks. Hmm. And he was pretty good. And then um, it was, like, one season they had, like, a bunch of magicians on there. Um, but they all seemed really good. But, you know, then you're, it's, it goes back to the same thing with you being on TV. And what can they manipulate? But they've got the crowd there right. also. Mm-hmm. And those judges that are being amazed. And there was one who was... Um, I guess I want to say like an escape artist kind of guy, Mm -hmm. but he really got Simon. I mean, they thought that he had gotten into some major trouble because he couldn't get out of this trick, like being buried alive or something. Mm -hmm. And, um, and the guy appears from like, he just walks up to him from some other direction. He's (laughs) not even, yes, (laughs) it was amazing. And then one of them, like the end tricks, you're like, how can you top that? Um, He's, you know, in this situation and everybody's like, oh, is he going to get out or, you know, whatever. And he's up on the balcony. <laughs> so hmm. this reminds me of the movie The Prestige. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Have you seen that? Yes. I have not. That's a cool movie. <laughs> so it's got Hugh Jackman in it. Uh-huh. So I was just going to say, is this the Hugh Jackman one or the illusionist that with was that the, the illusionist with somebody else? Edward yeah. Norton. <laughs> Who? Edward Norton. Yes. No, so this, this came out about the same time. Yeah, they came out I on the saw them yeah. about the same time, and to this day, cannot remember which is which. No, this so. was the okay. Hugh Jackman, Christian Bale okay. one with Scarlett Johansson in it, and um, Hugh Jackman and Christian Bale are like competing magicians, um, and he can't figure out how Christian Bale does like one of his tricks, mm-hmm. and so he goes through like these great big lengths to try to figure it out and he actually discovers cloning and so he ends up cloning himself (laughs) (laughs) and so basically what he does is he like kills his own clone every time he does a trick it it creates a copy of him that drops into the 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 pool or whatever yeah whatever his trick is and then it transports him somewhere else and so it it kills the other version of himself okay (laughs) It was really weird. Like, it well, was, well, Christian Bale, his whole trick was that he had a twin. Uh, <laughs> yes, that was his trick. He I had a twin, identical, he had an identical twin, and, and it wasn't yeah. really his twin. It just it was a dude that looked exactly like him, and they right. Was that not his twin? Yeah, long, <laughs> it, Biological. It, twin. Was, it was really interesting at the end how it explained how you know this one guy had this bizarre. Cop, you know tesla coil copy machine yes. and then and he's like he thought that was like off you know really up there and then he you find out what he was doing and like to the point of like his own daughter couldn't tell the difference between like they would take turns like one would be they, know, they each had a wife yeah <laughs> yeah and they would just kind of <laughs> take oh, turns that's right the oh, wife didn't know gosh. like they were but there was always times when there was like you're acting weird but not like you're not my husband. Uh-huh. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> so they didn't know each other. 
No, they the the two Christian Bales. Yeah, they no, knew each other. The wives. Oh, I don't think so. <laughs> they didn't mm-hmm. know that there there was a two guys uh-huh. and all that. That's so strange. And and he had to cut off his finger. Yes, because one of them didn't have a finger. Like during a bullet catch trick or whatever, he yeah. got his finger shot off. So then he, and so he, yeah, he had to cut off his finger so that he would look like him. Hugh Jackman had to repeatedly kill himself. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Christian Bale had to cut off his finger. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's pretty intense. Yeah. But like both of them, it was just like, you would have gone to extreme lengths to keep this thing going. Uh-huh. Like, get a job. <laughs> yeah. Well, at the end, one of them ended up getting, like, he ended up getting accused of a crime, right? Christian Bale's magician character. And he ended up getting executed or something. Yeah, I think they found one of Hugh Jackman's bodies. And they thought he murdered <laughs> they him. They thought he murdered him. And, and his twin, his twin, his copy person look, t- took the fall for him. So he thought it was him in prison, but it was really... Mm-hmm. So he went, uh, his partner went off with, you know, wife and daughter, and it was actually him. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah. Wow. There was a lot going on in this movie. Yeah. Yes. It was crazy. But it was good. It was a cool movie. Was this the one where David Bowie played Tesla? Did he? Wow, that would be weird. I remember there was a lot of cats because that was how they figured out (laughs) that it was it was cloning people. Mm -hmm. It's because he would like zap this cat and the cat would like it looked like nothing happened to the cat, and then they'd go out and there'd be another cat, an exact copy of it outside, and so they made a bunch of copies of this cat. David Bowie was Tesla. In the prestige. Mm. That is really all you need to know to watch this movie. <laughs> Forget everything else that I just said and sit down and watch David Bowie being amazing as Tesla. We ha- we have this movie, do we not? I believe so. I think we have it here. I think we have both <laughs> this yes. one and The Illusionist. <laughs> so don't get them mixed up. Do not get them mixed up. If you see Edward Norton on the cover, you've got the wrong movie. You've got the wrong movie. <laughs> or the other movie. Depending on how you look at it. (laughs) So we also have lots of magician books. Several books on magic tricks in the library. Uh, Some for for young people. I think we have quite a few for young Mm -hmm. people. Mm -hmm. And then some in the adult section like street magic and stuff like that. So if you want to become a beginning, beginner level illusionist or magician... (laughs) Then you can ch- come and check some of these books out. We'll be glad to help you find them. I, as many as that we might have, it seems like it's never enough because during those programs where we do have a magician, the first thing mm-hmm. all the kids that come out want is where where's the books on on magic. On magic. Yeah, and it's like we have a few, but that last kid checked out <laughs> that all last ten kid of them. Checked out all of them. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, so maybe we should gather them up and do a Hunger Game thing. <laughs> How would that work exactly? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm thinking a scavenger hunt so that, you know, maybe one kid doesn't get them all. <laughs> See, you're all like finding an education. And I'm just like, fight. <laughs> May the odds be ever in your favor. <laughs> yep. Oh, it's a magic. There's so many songs about magic. I almost broke into one, but then I didn't. Because <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't decide which one. <laughs> Did you so ever many. watch the remake of Fright Night? 
Yes. So for David, the vampire. Yes. Yeah. So David Tennant plays um, sort of like a David Blaine type magician. That's right. Uh, in that movie, it's amazing. He's amazing. <laughs> I haven't heard much about David Blaine lately. I didn't even know he was still a thing, really. Is he still a thing? Is he still out there? He he's still alive. out there. He's, still, <laughs> yeah. he's, he's done a lot of things that could potentially have killed him, I know. So is ventriloquism kind of magic considered? I think I think it could be. I, I you know, for like the the puppets, I don't uh-huh. know so much because you're not really tricking anybody. You're just doing a really good job at what you're supposed to be doing. It depends on what you know. But if you're really really good, that's kind yeah. of a trick. It is because some people really can throw their yeah, voice. There are some people who really can like not move anything, and they're making a voice, and it's over there. And it's over there. It's insane. And not just right here next to them. Yeah. Have you all? Pretty cool. Did y'all see Darcy Lynn? From America's Got Talent? Mm-hmm. I did see her once she, or twice. She won, but um, it was just amazing because she didn't just talk. She could sing. Mm-hmm. And it was such a range. Oh, yeah. You know, and she was throwing that. It was the puppet singing. It was not her. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was pretty amazing. You think it was like a Twilight Zone thing where the puppet was actually alive? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Those things freak me out. <laughs> they always have the look. I well, mean, yeah. you know, that you know that they're evil. It's like the yeah. clown thing. Some people are afraid yeah. of clowns. Yeah. You know, they have to be the right kind of scary looking clown to be scary, not just any clown. Right. Okay, I'm about to pull up something that I want you guys to see. Oh my gosh, you're going to freak me out, aren't you? Maybe. <laughs> it's not Chucky, is it? No. Okay. Okay, so there's a place called... Vent Haven Museum. It's the world's only museum of ventriloquism. And whenever ventriloquists are done with their dummies, they donate them. Oh, yeah. That's right. I remember that. Mm -hmm. Dang. I would not work there by myself ever. (laughs) That would be cool. No way. I would want to spend the night. I know that some magician or whoever would be in there and like scare me to death. Of the room, of one of the rooms, because there's tons of rooms. There's an actual person in there. Oh, I see him. Okay. <laughs> Is he throwing his voice to make them all? <laughs> make them all. But they're all looking at you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so creepy. I'm just gonna, speaking of, of magic and magic tricks versus actual magic. <laughs> in, in Pathfinder, ventriloquism is a level one spell. What? Yeah, which is actual magic. Uh, which, but, 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 <laughs> no, can't do it. All the, the dummies. I remember, I remember looking at this. Wasn't there someone out there that was a? Yes, I see him. Yeah, the there's a real person. <laughs> there's a real person. I didn't, see him I didn't look at one. No, she was just like, "What? Done here? No, Dead. if I'm flipping channels and I see Chucky, I keep going just as fast as I can." What about uh, Slappy from Goosebumps? I don't know who that is. Sla- isn't his name Slappy? I the, think so. The, the but dummy, the Night of the Living Dummy. Some oh, of those, yeah. I don't even read those. But see, but they so seem creepy. I don't read Goosebumps either. But then I read R.L. Stein says I make sure no one ever dies in my books. So that makes me feel better. But I'm still not going to go read them. But 
But nobody I, ever dies. Mm-hmm. I watched one but of Chucky, the... Chucky, that's not the case. People right. die with no. Chucky. And they just remade that. Mark Hamill <sighs> plays the voice. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. the voice of Chucky. Dang. Oh. So I watched part of the Goosebumps thing, and it seemed pretty scary. Mm-hmm. I'm like, kids yeah. are reading these things? The, the, uh, the old show or the movie with the Jack movie Black? with Jack Black. That was a fun movie. That was, it was fun. fun. I can't remember all of it, but... So just a quick... The Vent Haven Museum mm-hmm. is in Kentucky. If anybody, Kentucky, so don't the- go to Kentucky. <laughs> the whole state. Or do go? I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> whatever you want to do. It's summer. <laughs> Take a trip. Take a trip to Fort Mitchell, Kentucky. Sounds it is sketchy. home to over nine hundred. Petriloquism dummy. Oh, dang. Now we know where they all went. (laughs) (laughs) This is reminding me of some other funny things that have happened. Um, My mom got this. I don't know if this is a thing that people do or if this is just something that that this one person wanted to do. Mm -hmm. But it was a friend that my mom knew from high school or something like that that lived out of state. And she had this dummy kind of like a ventriloquist mm-hmm. dummy and i think his name was like charlie mccarthy or something yeah. like that and she mailed him like had this mailed him around to all like her <gasps> friends and my mom had him for a while he was it was like he was going on a trip <gasps> and he was like so he lived in our house for a while <laughs> no yeah <laughs> oh, no. it would have been boxed back up she uh, labeled <laughs> Out. My, mo- my mom thought I would have been great. like I, I probably would have just said something like, yeah, she, like I can either, you can either him, send like, me money to mail this thing back to you stuff. or I'm setting it on fire <laughs> <laughs> because fire cleanses all <laughs> so it's one or the other well here. she volunteered for it I'm oh sure, okay I'm sure it wasn't a it, surprise no it wasn't a surprise <laughs> because that's how a lot of movies start and that's you just need to set it on but fire. But he lived, yeah, he lived <laughs> in the, like I think he was in the, the family room or whatever, and he had a little stool or chair that he sat on, so, and it wasn't, yeah, like, looking back, I don't know how we weren't all more creeped out by this. <laughs> right? <laughs> They're too weird. <laughs> You've been talking a lot about the, the America's Got Talent and mm-hmm. and stuff, and I know one of the other shows that I saw that was magic based was that um that ghost girl have you seen any of those she was she's from i think i think she's from thailand Thai, not thailand um i think she was taiwanese or um somewhere thereabouts mm-hmm. and she was on their version of you know not got, america yeah not america's got talent but you know the other uh, somebody mm-hmm. else has somebody talent. else has talent because <laughs> gotcha. Because not just Americans can have talent. Everybody can have talent. Well, they had, right. they had World of Talent. The World of day. Talent. Yes. Yeah, so all the winners of AGT from other countries, uh-huh. which I guess they have. Spain's got talent and mm-hmm. yeah. Britain's got talent, all that stuff. They had a show of that the other day, which huh. was really cool. There was a lady from Spain, I want to say. She was amazing the way she could sing. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, in any case, she was she did I think got invited to some of the other Got Talent shows. Like I think she was on America's Got Talent at some point as a mm-hmm. guest or something. But she did like these really crazy elaborate shows that like watching it. It was really cool. But the whole time I'm thinking like how much 
preparation was done? Like, did they even were the judges even prepped on this? Like, because like their reaction looked real mm-hmm. when they would have you know. There's this one thing where she like went across to all the d- judges, and I think she went to to Ty- Tyra Banks was one of the judges on there, right? I think that's who it was mm-hmm. on there. And it was one. And anyway, she was like, she, she went and pointed, and she <laughs> she said like she's like she's with you or whatever, and they like had this picture, and it was just a picture of one person. And then later, when it like got to the person she pointed to, like another person appeared, and in the photo, yeah, and it was done in a way that it was like, how you know, how could that have happened? It's and, a Polaroid, yeah, and so. it was still developing. <laughs> slowly but, developing. And she was really she her whole act was really creepy. Like she had her hair off to like cover side yes, of her face. Yes, I do remember. And her. she would do this twitching the thing. Yeah. Yes, she was weird, she but was, yeah, she. I remember her. It was cool to watch, but I was uh, at the same time my suspension of disbelief was stretched quite a bit. <laughs> she she reminded me of like the Adams Family girl, or was oh, it um, yeah. Beetlejuice? One of those two, the yeah. girls on there that had the straight black hair. Yeah, that went over. So Wednesday. I, either Wednesday Adams or Lydia Dietz. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> you you could take my word on that. Okay. I figured I could. Because there was another one where they all were sitting around a table, a round table, and and it had like a you know Ouija board or something on on there, and the table lifted, and they all were like what? trying to get like the and it was like moving around, and it was like they were all trying to not get pushed around by the table and, and f- flipping out. See, I don't remember seeing all of what she did. I do remember her being over by the dudges and that tick thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and just the look on her face. and Freaking people out. Yeah. So it was definitely her whole persona that was part of mm-hmm. the trick. And what was her name? I don't remember. Oh. But I, she d- was I just remember some of the videos I watched. It was a while ago. Yeah. Je- Jessica watched them, and then I was like, oh, I'll watch this thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep, that's creepy. It was cool. It was fun to watch, anyhow. It's amazing that so many people have talents in these areas, like magic and that kind of stuff, so mm-hmm. much so that they would get on a show like that. And, yeah. You know. But... A couple of them are card tricks and others are like more mm-hmm. illusionist kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But It's pretty fascinating. Mm-hmm. Because it, to me, watching people on one of those kind of shows is a very different thing than watching like the whoever, whatever name person doing a special, like the David Copperfield. Yes. Whoever it I is don't like those. Like them. Yeah. That's a whole different thing to me because mm-hmm. on a show like that, yeah, they could be doing things, just affect things, but probably not. They're going to, you know, they're probably not going to get to that point if they couldn't actually do something. Yeah. You know, it wouldn't, it couldn't just be all effects. Right. Thing. That's what I think. Some well, doesn't matter. You know, the judges <laughs> are the ones judging, and they're in person, mm-hmm. so they yeah. are getting tricked 
to the point that they're amazed at, at how they have accomplished it. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I'm agreeing with you that they are able to do something that's mm-hmm. amazing for them. So if if they do like the whole apple on the head and they're shooting an arrow at mm-hmm. it, is that magic? No. That's archery skills. That's just skills. <laughs> that's just yeah. skills, yes. Yeah. Unless like the arrow does a loop-de-loop and brings the, the apple back to the person who shot it. That's magic. That would be amazing. Or if it I bounces would pay off to see of that. a star and then hits the yeah. apple. Right. Although, um, I, was, I think I was looking at the Guinness Book of World Records the other day. Uh-huh. I was dipping, as yeah. is the reader's right, mm-hmm. <laughs> if you, you listen to our last episode. Um, and it was about bullet catch tricks. And... Uh, it, I think there was like a recorded four deaths of people doing bullet catch tricks. I'm like, if you get mm. if you get actually shot doing a bullet catch trick, it sounds like you're doing it wrong. But <laughs> yeah, how do you practice doing <laughs> right. that? You, right. I always thought it was just firing blanks, and they just had like a marked bullet that they would like put in their mouth, <laughs> and then someone would shoot it and be like, <laughs> oh, boom. Is that not how that works? I don't know. That's how I would do it. <laughs> I wouldn't, so we I wouldn't. all know from those actors who have died that blanks can be deadly That's true. too. Yes, so, you know you're taking mm-hmm. a risk well, that way too. Yes, that but too. Mm-hmm. Not the person who's catching the bullet. The person who's firing, probably. Hmm. But I, yeah. I don't think it's funny that people died. But no. I, I think that it's. Um, it sounds like maybe they didn't do their research before they right. tried this trick. Like, they thought that maybe they actually could catch, bullet, catch a yeah. bullet. <laughs> See? Like, I thought I could take my teeth out. There you go. <laughs> you know, someday maybe you know. can, Dawn. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and maybe. It, but I don't, and at that point, I don't think it'll be a magic trick. Dream big. Dream big. <laughs> So I was looking up David Blaine to see mm-hmm. what he was up to. So apparently what he's up to is he's being investigated for sexual assault. <gasps> Great. Oh That's what he's goodness. up to. <laughs> That's why we haven't seen him for a while. Well, this was just in April. Oh, oh that The NYPD is investigating him over sexual assault allegations. Mm-mm-mm. Well, what about... Um, so apparently David Copperfield is still doing shows at the MGM Grand. What? There is a show today at 7 p.m. You can still get tickets. When you listen to this, it'll be over. <laughs> oh, sorry. No. But, but there you, are still shows coming. Yes, I was like, he there is might at be the something. MGM Grand. Like, there might be an upcoming show. Yeah. David Copperfield, illusionist. You can buy tickets on StubHub or wherever you get tickets to great Ooh. events. So I like watching magicians. I think, you know, like the Michael Carbonaro effect, Carbonaro effect is is funny most of the time. Some of them are like oh, kind of not so great. But to watch magic shows, there's like only so much I can take. Mm-hmm. It's like not something that, interests me enough to want to 
keep watching. To watch them. a bunch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the clowns from the Laughter League. Mm-hmm. They were funny. They were funny. I could have watched them a lot. That was really funny. Yeah. Yeah. And they changed changed their um, tricks up a little bit from, they? from the different shows. Okay. So that... Um, and there were a lot of kids who watched the first one that wanted to stay. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's fun. To watch the second one. And so I'm glad <laughs> that they did different tricks. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I guess that that's magic tricks. Are we Are we good? I think we're good. Does anybody have so. anything else they'd like to share? Like anybody want to do a magic trick on the podcast? Can you do a magic <laughs> trick? Finish? Audio, just audio. I bet you trick. could. I'm gonna disappear if you knew. <laughs> <laughs> and then she turns on the mic and walks away. Where, where did Dawn go? <laughs> Can anybody hear her? Can she not talk again? <laughs> <laughs> That's the question. Can okay. She resist? And, right. And people, people, well, and I was, I was shy. <laughs> you probably wouldn't have guessed that. In person, you're shy, but on audio, I don't think you are. Just mm-hmm. talk and mm-hmm. talk. <laughs> Who would have thought, though, that I could talk? I mean, on. <laughs> I thought you could talk. <laughs> right. It's kind of a requirement for the job. Right. That's true. It's in the job requirements. But on a podcast being recorded. Mm-hmm. It's up forever and ever. Oh, my goodness. Once it goes up there. Until the internet breaks. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's always But that. then after that, nobody would even know. <laughs> so, I think that that's magic tricks, everyone. And for our last trick, mm. Denise is going to make us all sound incredibly awesome and smart <laughs> with a magic trick that we call editing. <laughs> Thank you for listening. It's the Long Overdue Podcast. Mm-hmm.